1: Barbara. Hi! Been having to work on my vibrato, oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, traveling and such. My oh. voice is not. It's I've I've sound a little
2: raspy. Oh, well, <clears> welcome throat> back throat> yeah. and uh, happy New Year! This is our first episode of 2024.
1: Oh my! When, well, gosh. when this airs,
2: it'll be 2024, when airs, right? Isn't that crazy? We're time traveling right now. We are. <laughs> we are time traveling. Yes, that's crazy. Where did 2023 go? That's just that went by so fast. It's.
1: I just keep calling it like, you know, 2020 season, whatever. And so it's just like we, we keep, we've never really left that year. I feel like I'm still stuck back there. Um,
2: Yeah. We're still, we're still
1: recovering from all that. I'm still at the turn of the century. I mean, this last century, the end of 2000,
2: that's, (laughs) I'm still there. Are you a, are you a resolution maker or are you anti New Year's resolutions? Oh no, I I don't make
1: resolutions. I um I I try not to stick with anything for too long. No, I um I try, no, I, I I I just know that I it's too much pressure to put on myself. It's a thing where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. I know I'm not I'm not gonna radically change who I am in a year, right? You know, it's not gonna happen. I'm not suddenly gonna become you know a person that gets up at four thirty a.m. and works out every day. It's just not gonna be me. So why set myself up to fail? That's um, true. I do That's like true. I will I like usually January it's my birthday. So mm-hmm. I'm always like, well, why start eating healthy now? Because, you know, I'm going to indulge. But I, I definitely true. start like being like, OK, the holidays are over. Get rid of all the sugar. Get like just, you know,
2: get back being a little more active and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But no, re- What about you? Resolutions? I, I used you- to be a, a more of a resolution maker um, when I was younger, <laughs> and had more energy. What was your? What- well, it was all about. It was all about like oh, eat healthier or exercise every day. You know, it was all stuff about how I looked. And now I'm like, I'm right. middle aged now. I'm like, I don't care. I don't oh, care yeah. how I look. No, I, I do it for like, my I care mental health. Yeah, I don't care. Exactly. Yeah. I used right. to do like a, an intention, like a word, like joy or patience, and that would be my word of the year. Right. And then I was just like, why am I why am I doing this? No. Like, yeah, you're setting yourself up for failure. Like there's just I I ain't got time or patience for that. So right. Now I'm right. just like, well, you know, if I can get on my Peloton and ride a few times a week, that's good. But if not, give yourself grace. Yeah. If I walk from
1: here to the coffee shop at the end of the street, I'm like, look, I got an exercise and I was outdoors. Yes. Look at
2: me go. <laughs> yes. This is the year of giving ourselves grace yes, and not feeling indeed. bad about not sticking to resolutions or not even making resolutions.
1: I don't feel bad no, about that. I'm I'm not making any resolutions. Sorry, my my uh, teenager just walked by the window after just getting up. It's like eleven thirty. Oh, uh, Christmas is break. It, is that Zoe? And yeah, Which she teenager? just like yeah, she just walked in front of the window and was like, mm, like still in her pajamas, <laughs> just half asleep. I was like, hello.
2: Are they on? So. Um, are they on winter break? We're going back now, but are they already on break? They're, yes,
1: they're on winter break. Uh, nice. Zoe, uh, Zoe got a concussion the last uh, week of school playing uh, soccer, so she, we she went on break a, a couple days earlier. Okay, just because like the last few days were finals and all that stuff. So um, yes, so in the time traveling world yes of 2 weeks ago they they yes they were they're off they're off
2: okay felicity's in yeah. finals right now we have now, to go so. to the mall
1: today and i'm not excited oh, for it. again no. time traveling back this is pre holidays and I, I, I know i don't i, I don't
2: want to do it i don't it's the but- worst no, it's the week of Christmas. You can't. What is wrong with you? you well, you've been gone, though, so you have to I've do been gone. All of yeah, your I've, I've, Christmas shopping. I was shopping.
1: gone uh, in Canada working, and so I've, I've done some online shopping. I have a few things to get in person, uh, and then pretty much whatever i don't get by tomorrow like i don't care forget it i know i you know me in the holidays i freak out gifts of oh, gift, oh the gift My, anxiety yes gifting i yes. am the worst with gifts with receiving gifts yeah. it's fun to get gifts but then if it's not the right gift then i stress out and then it's yeah. it, it
2: becomes a whole spiral who's the hardest person to give a gift to in your family or your orbit or your neighborhood um, whoever you're given gifts well, to. Well,
1: it depends, but sometimes Mescal, my husband sometimes is very hard to gift Oh, for really? It. Okay. Um but this year he's gotten into uh he and his friend are getting into like backpacking and doing some oh. hiking and like they're they're kind of setting up for like a 4-day like long distance one, so they've been doing a little more. So there, that was there were some things he wanted for that that made it a little bit easier. Okay. Okay, that's um, good. It's good yeah, to have a direction. I just I'm a i pres- am I need very specific like give me a list and yes. the things that you want. Give me a link and I will <laughs> click on it and it will. And there you go. And Mary, happy holidays. You know what I mean? Like that? I It's unless it's like throughout the year where I see like sometimes I'll see something that reminds me of you or, you know, right. then yes, right. then I'll pick it up. But, um, but yeah, I just, I, I just just the holidays are a lot. So if you're it's if stressful. you're also just getting through the holidays and it's now 2024, just let it go. So it's, all, let it it's go. all good. New year. New New Year, no expectations. New New Year, no expectations. No resolutions. Don't worry about changing yourself. No. Just 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 be love, you. Love yourself. Just the way you love are. yourself. Exactly. Exactly. I Got to okay. move like Mr. Rogers
2: now. Um,
1: <laughs> well, well, hey.
2: Speaking you know, of know. Speaking of uh, old shows. Speaking we, of uh, old old shows. Yeah, but oh, uh, we are now. We, and I want
1: to go change my shoes and my sweater. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and your cardigan. And my car, I am, I do have a little cardigan oh. on. It says love on it. Oh, it's very Mr. Rogers. Oh. Um,
2: well, we've reached our season finale for
1: season one. I can't believe one. it.
2: What? How? This went by so fast. It went by so fast. I, I can't believe we have watched an entire season of we Full ha- House. Now, now we have. Now, i never done I can before. say
1: I've never done, now I can say I have watched an entire season of Full House. This is huge. This is huge. And this is a great. This is a great. Nothing episode. like doing it thirty some odd years
2: later, but well, better late yeah. than never, right? It's the art of procrastination, <laughs> the ultimate procrastination. Yes, yes. Uh, well, let's but get. But this is into a very. It.
1: This is a very exciting episode because uh, uh, we have a we have a, a, a musical guest.
2: Oh, it's so. good.
3: I, I mean, not on not episode. on. The,
1: no one's going to burst out singing on Howard Tanarito's.
3: I uh, well, never say maybe never. you <laughs> and I,
1: may, other than maybe you and I, but uh, no, on on the
2: last episode of season 1 of full house. Oh, it's, it's
3: very,
1: so very good. Guest.
2: It's so good. I loved this episode and not just because I was in a lot of it. It is
1: a very it is a very Kimmy heavy episode and I I was very happy about that. Yay. It was great.
2: Oh, me too. Yes. Me too. Well, let's get into it. Uh welcome back let's to How Rude Tanaritos. I'm Andrea Barber and I'm Jody Sweeten. And today we are discussing season 1 Episode 22, titled DJ Tanner's Day Off, which of Ooh. course is a take on the title of the 1986 movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Also a classic. Uh, yes. So this episode originally aired on May 6th, 1988, and it goes a little something like this. When DJ hears that her favorite singer, Stacy Q, will be at the mall giving out autographs, she's willing to do anything to get the chance to meet her even lie to her family to skip class. Ooh, DJ. Dun, 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 <laughs> DJ the rebel. Uh, this was directed by Joel Zwick, and it was written by Michael S. Baser and Kim Weissakoff. Ah. And then, like you mentioned, the guest star of the week, very exciting, Stacey Swain, also yep. known as Stacy Q. Of to the two of the hearts. hearts. I need you. I need you. so good. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Her music was a classic. I don't know so why 80s. she's not, so like, great. a number one hit right now. But um, maybe you could bring back a oh, cruise just for her. Yeah. Stacey, there we C- go. go. Stacey. Stacey, Stacey Curuse. Cure, Cure, <laughs> uh, and I didn't know that she also appeared in Facts of Life for two episodes. Huh. No idea. No know that either good she's got as quite Stacey the credits Q, or like as just as stacy swain oh i don't know that's a great question a um place. yeah but, but she's also an oc girl like us she from, is from fullerton she's yeah. from fullerton so yeah no that's that's very exciting go go orange county um oh, we have a producer note that she played oh. she didn't play herself on facts of life she played a character named cinnamon got it got it <laughs> okay I
1: don't I, I don't. I don't know, know what, what kind I mean, of character I don't know what to that do is. With that. I don't know. Right. I don't know whose
2: name Cinnamon. She did have great red hair, though. Yeah, so. she did. She did. Okay. She was. She was a little red hot. Okay, so let's get into the episode. We open let's in do the it. girls' room where DJ is singing to Don't Make a Fool of Yourself by Stacy Q, using a hairbrush as a microphone. Ugh. So relatable. And Candace is really selling this moment because I used yes. to do this with my new kids on the block songs in my bedroom singing with the hairbrush. Did you do I... this? Admit it. Did you do oh, this Oh, I'm too? sure
1: I did. I don't know about if I sang with a hairbrush, but I definitely choreographed many, many a number to... Um, Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation oh, uh, yeah. album in my room. So, yeah, there was a lot of like I was very heavy in the choreography. So, yeah, okay, I, I I fully will say that I did that. <laughs>
2: um, as DJ is dancing around her room, Kimmy walks in surprised to see the performance. Kimmy turns the stereo off and DJ pretends like she was just brushing her hair casually. <laughs> just just doing a thing. Yep. Uh, Then Kimmy bursts out laughing, which is possibly the worst acted laugh in sitcom history. Like I was cringing. It was. It was terrible. It was pretty terrible. It It was was, awful. uh, It was pretty. It was pretty forced. It sounded like a forced fake laugh. And I think it was supposed to be a natural laugh. So that's why it's equally just as terrible.
1: Right. Well, basically, you just want people to know that you don't actually laugh like that. Like (laughs) that's not an accurate representation of my laughter. That is. Yeah.
2: Clearly, I needed to work on those acting skills throughout the next eight seasons well, of the I mean, show. The, you know, there was just, you, you were looking for something funny to laugh at. Yeah. So okay, yeah. and you were looking. Uh, so DJ defensively says, oh, like you never do this." And Kimmy responds, "Not like that." Oh, judgy Kimmy. <laughs> uh, she excitedly walks over to DJ, showing her a letter that will get her out of school tomorrow. DJ starts to read the letter and that explains that Kimmy's absence is due to their family rabbit having bunnies, and her parents want Kimmy to share the miracle. So Wait, didn't, and doesn't, isn't it
1: Cammie? Isn't there, a, does he sit? doesn't, when she's reading it, doesn't she say Cammie? Because it's written by your older brother, Garth. I oh. swear that I heard that. Maybe is it like the... Yinny, Yanny, whatever. Maybe, no, I, but I <laughs> didn't hear I Cammy? Thought when she was reading the thing that it that, and I thought that was one of the jokes was that it's, it says Cammy is going to whatever, and oh, it's Garth like the joke is that she's, wrote it. We assume Garth wrote, Garth it, wrote, wrote it, and, it and right does, and doesn't the, know his own uh, sister's
3: name.
2: Right, that would fit right in with this Gibbler family lore. Yeah, that is, I, but I, <laughs> unless
1: I unless I made that joke up in my head and heard it on the screen. I don't know. Hey, Weirder hey, things have
2: happened, but I, I, feel I like, like that, that interpretation. was interpretation. I feel I, like that was a joke that happened in there. And was, I think yeah. that, yes, yes. I, I agree with that. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Kimmy admits that her parents didn't actually write this letter because they are in Vegas. But her big brother wrote it for $20. On an archaeological dig? No, that came in fuller. Where they, they, I know. This I family know, has never just, been consistent in their careers, their involvement well, maybe in family life. Well, maybe that's, the
1: Gibblers are spies. That's what it <laughs> they is. They are.
2: They're, they're just constantly making up stories about Yeah, always. And they're constantly making up how many children they have and the genders. Like it's there's no continuity in the Hmm. in the Gibbler family. They have a gambling issue.
1: Oh, that's why they're in Vegas. And they're like, yeah, no, no, we've got seven kids to to worry about. No, we have four. No, we have like, you know, I don't know. Or they just forget that they have kids. And that's why they're in Vegas.
2: Could be that, too. Could be that, too. Yep. So Kimmy's big brother wrote this note for $20, but uh, Kimmy reveals that she actually took the money from his wallet, so it all works out okay for her. (laughs) Uh, So DJ tells her, this means you can go to the mini mall and get Stacy Q's autograph. They say in unison, Stacy Q, she's She's so so rad." rad. Did you, okay, did you know who Stacy Q was back in 1988? Because I did, and yes. I was very excited yes. to meet her. I
1: did. I knew who she was. Now, do you know who they tried to get originally? No. Oh, I don't know this. So there's a backstory to this. Oh, so tell. originally, tell. I believe they tried to get Tiffany. Oh, that would have been um, major. Who was very big at the time. And I believe the story went that they asked her, Okay. And, or they asked her, management team and she turned it down and so and then they went to, out to Stacey Q well years later I had talked to some I'm friends with somebody who was her manager or who, who is friends with her who knows her and apparently they her management team never asked her they just denied on her behalf and then she found out later and she was she
2: would have done it how rude that is incredible I didn't yeah. know that and yes, I would have been I stoked, think, yes, because you know who she was dating, Tiffany, back in the day, Jonathan One of the new Knight kids. before okay, he before see. he came out, obviously. So they were right? dating; they were like the couple of 1988 or 87, whatever it wow. was. So, oh my gosh, if she had come to set, she would have brought Jonathan Knight to set. I would have met him for the first. time. It would time. have been a whole
1: yeah. Your oh. your entire life could have been different. Yeah, <laughs> easily. <laughs> yep you you would have been the sixth new kid. <laughs> Sure. Let's go with that. If only. If only. Uh, but um, we got Stacy anyway, Q. That instead. Was, I seem to remember this is the this someone informing
2: me of this story. Okay. Okay. Yep. That's fascinating. I didn't know that. Yep. I'm very excited to learn that. But I'm yep. also very glad we got Stacey Q because she was a rock. Stacy Q was amazing. And
1: she autographed and gave us albums. And I listened <sighs> to that album over and over and over again in my room at home.
2: Yeah. Loved it. I felt so cool. So at this moment, Stephanie walks in asking the girls, What are you doing? The girls give her a blank stare, obviously uninterested. So Steph waves her hand in front of them and asking, hello. DJ explains to Stephanie that uh, your world is down here. Our world is up here, motioning to their height differences. So Steph grabs a chair and stands on it, making her the same height, and asks if she can play with them now. I mean... Problem solver. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Problem solved. Now what? Love it. I love that. Uh, So next, we are in the living room where Danny yells up to the girls to come down and say goodbye to him before he leaves for L.A. Danny gives Jesse and Joey some phone numbers that they may need while he's away. He rattles off too many names like pediatrician, grandma, police. And Jesse jokes, oh, you left out the White House and the equalizer.
1: (laughs) By the way, did you notice he says grandma and I'm, this is the thing, the hill I'm going to die on with what? all of this. He says grandma and other grandma, which would be
2: Jesse's mom. Right. And Jesse should already have her phone number. Have her phone number. And then grandma. But nobody
1: says like grandma and your mom. No. It's grandma and other. Yeah. They always it's just her, refer to her a- as
2: just the grandma, not Jesse's yeah. mom. And then Danny's mom lived, doesn't she live in Seattle or Tacoma? Seattle. So yeah, she's not, right. it's not, what would her phone number do for them? I don't I, know. Whatever. That's okay. Danny's anyway, just being Danny. So just yeah, covering all the space. bases. To, I needed to, to cover that again. I'm glad you did. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, so Danny admits that he may be overreacting, but it's his first time being away from the girls overnight. To which I say, no, he's not overreacting. Do you remember back in episode two, our very first night, he brought a whole dang band into the living that's, room and kept the girls up half the yeah. night. So of course, Danny's not overreacting. Danny is covering no, his bases. No, he's like,
1: this is a yeah. This is last time I left. <laughs> right. I walked into a concert. Right. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I, I admire Danny yeah. for being and, proactive. And not only
1: a concert, a lost kid. Okay. Oh, yeah, because remember, they right. lost DJ. That's yeah. Right. So. I, he is not at all overreacting.
2: No. I'm surprised he's leaving again this soon. True, true. He's He's got to make sure that these girls are going to come out unscathed yeah. from, his, yes. from his trip. Uh, so DJ and Stephanie come down and they give their dad a big hug, saying that they'll miss him. Danny continues to hug each of his daughters separately, telling them he'll miss them and includes Kimmy in the rotation. Oh uh, He this, hugged Kimmy. He did. De- this was our first. I wrote it down. I was like, Kimmy, "Wait, Danny he, Danny's hugging Kimmy. This is amazing." This was this was the, one of the first and only times, and uh, it comes back yeah. in Fuller House, thirty six years later, where we finally hug for real yep. at the end of that series. Um, so Steph yells to him, "Take it easy. You're hugging other people's kids." <laughs> Danny pats Kimmy and apologizes. Uh, then Danny tells his girls that while he's gone. Uncle Jesse and Joey will be in charge, and DJ assures her dad that they will not let him down. Joey and Jesse get the girls upstairs, saying it's time for bed, while DJ stays behind to talk to her dad. Uh, before Danny leaves, DJ asks, Hey, you wouldn't mind if I got an autograph from my favorite singer, Stacy Q, would ya? He tells her, no, not at all. Kimmy and DJ both give each other a big thumbs up, and DJ proceeds to tell her dad... Okay, great. Just sign this note, excusing me from school tomorrow, and have a wonderful trip. (laughs) Perfect. Great. Done. Thanks, Dad. Bye. Danny smiles and tells her, nice try. But DJ tries pleading her case, saying she'll make up the day she's missing and go to school on Christmas. Danny explains to her, look, we all have our jobs. My job is to go to L.A. and cover a surfing competition. Your job is to go to school. DJ pleads, Kimmy gets to go. Why can't I? And Danny emphasizes it because you're not Kimmy. I don't know why Kimmy's missing school, but there's a lot of things about Kimmy that I don't understand. Oh, Kimmy. Oh, Kimmy. And Kimmy just Kimmy takes this as a compliment. She waves and smiles at him (laughs) after hearing this. And then Bob awkwardly (laughs) waves back. It's so funny. So DJ argues that if she doesn't get this autograph, she will die.
1: They've spoken like a true preteen. Yes. This is I hear this all the time in my house. (laughs) Yes.
2: Right. I'm yeah. going to die. I'm gonna die. Oh. If I don't get to go to the mall, I'm going to die. Right. Right. So Danny assures her that no one has ever died from lack of autograph. He tells DJ that he has. That he knows of. That, that, he, that, he, knows that of. he knows of. He tells DJ he has to go. He asks her for a big hug. Instead, she holds out her hand for a sh- handshake, telling him, <laughs> goodbye, father. <laughs> he pulls her in for a hug anyways and tells her to have a good time and he'll see her tomorrow afternoon. Kimmy walks over and tells DJ she's sorry, but DJ assures her that this isn't over yet. Mm. Mm.
1: I see Bob I'm, when uh, after that you can see Bob's makeup on uh, Candace's sweater. Oh, like that little brown. Yeah. Well, do you remember? I don't. This was something I remembered recently too. Um, Bob had a lot of freckles. Yeah, yeah. And uh, on the show, and like the original, they. Covered all of his freckles, mm-hmm. so he had a, like a ton of makeup on, and they used to put it on his hands too. Yeah.
2: Lots of foundation. So we'd always have like,
1: yeah, yeah. But like back in the the like the eighties or whatever, I think as the show went on, they didn't do that as much. But I I just remember that like Bob had a lot of makeup on covering his freckles. You can
2: kind of see it in this episode too, how heavy mm-hmm. that foundation yeah. is. Um, yeah, it was
1: also the eighties, and like the you know the lighting was. It,
2: yeah, yeah. There was no HGTV or H. TV back then. So right, right. Was, yeah. Nothing yeah. was in 4k. No. Yeah. Was, yeah. This
1: show is sponsored by better help. I'm sure every one of our listeners could attest that we all carry around different stressors, both big and small.
2: And I carry around quite a few of them myself. I know when I bottle up my problems and emotions, it can start to have a negative effect in my day to day life. Therapy is my safe space where I can get things off my chest and figure out how to solve the things
1: that are weighing me down. Seriously, therapy is an amazing tool to help you be the best version of yourself. And whether you're aiming to set new boundaries, something that is sometimes missing in our episodes, uh, (laughs) or learn positive coping skills,
2: or learn to heal from trauma, therapy can help. With BetterHelp, all you need to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule.
1: Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HowRude today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HowRude.
0: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I need
1: to get away, and pack up the car, and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, AB? Will you, uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? Well, may I suggest the all new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from experience.
2: (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure, stress-free, and ready to relax. Ooh, what do you say, Andrea? How about we
1: like, you know, time travel isn't real, but what if we like take it back to the uh, the late '80s and go on a phone free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's go to Joshua Tree, where <gasps> there's not even cell there's cell-, cell phone n- service. Perfect. We let's go on a let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out. We'll make we'll make it like it's 1988. No yes. phones. No nothing. I'm gonna braid my hair into a rat tail and. <laughs> bring a guitar to sing like a Ripper. It's going to be great. I'm going to put my hair up in a scrunchie with
2: my, with perm, my permed hair and uh, head on out in, in the Hyundai. So if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing a cappella with your Ripper's bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and maybe have a helmet. (laughs) Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So next, we are in Uncle Jesse's room, where Uncle Jesse is singing an original song and admits out loud, God, that was horrible. DJ is standing in the doorway telling him she loved it. Jesse is surprised. Always be
1: suspicious when children compliment you. Right. Always. Uh, yes,
2: if they compliment you right. without prompting, you're like, prompting, that was great. You're like mm, I don't like, trust something's this. Something's wrong. But uh, Jesse is surprised. He admits, hmm, I could be wrong. And DJ just continues with these compliments, telling her uncle he's so talented, so charming, good looking, funny, great head of hair. Jesse sighs and asks her what she wants. And then he admits, whatever it is, you got it. <laughs> See, she's playing into that Jesse ego. Oh, she, she knows, yeah. Very smart of DJ. DJ asks if she can interview him. She has an essay due on the person she admires the most. And of course, oh. she picked Jesse. Oh, of course. He is honored. He pulls up a chair for her saying, go, be, do. Uh, Jesse starts his interview telling DJ how it all started about 150 years ago with his great-great-grandfather, Spiro. And DJ asks, no, let's just skip skip to his life asking if he was a wild <laughs> child. Jesse confirms that he was a rebel munchkin. In his coloring books, he would even color outside the lines on purpose. She continues to ask if he ever ditched school, and he admits, yeah, it happened once in a while. He tells Mm -hmm. DJ he's not proud that he used to ditch school, but he was the best, which he's not proud of either. (laughs) He ditched school to see the Rolling Stones farewell concert, trying to recall if it was their fifth or sixth and deciding it was their sixth. Which is hilarious because it, their fifth or sixth like farewell
1: concert in the eighties, eighties, the and they're still, <laughs> they're still going <laughs> touring and go, you know, like yeah, yeah,
2: they're on their like the, eight hundred farewell works. tour. That, it amazingly does. enough, yeah, that joke 36 holds years up. years later, yeah. <laughs> so Jesse tells her that he played the sick scam to get out of school. He pretended he had a fever with uh, cold hands and red eyes, and he used the two magical words. I'm sick, which he says in like a sad, whiny tone. Yeah. Five eyes, I yes, think he Five says. eyes, yep, yeah. he counted them. <laughs> uh, so Jesse would tell his mom he really wanted to go to school, but she'd call him in sick anyways. Jesse recalls that 10 minutes later, I'd convince my mom that I'm all better so she would send me to school. DJ smiles and continues, since she already called the school, and Jesse confirms they weren't expecting me. Mm, smart thinking. Okay. DJ Two adds, steps ahead. Yeah. Th- yep. DJ adds. So you were free to get the autograph. I mean, go to the concert. DJ thanks him and starts walking away. But Jesse stops her, asking, "Hey, wait. That's the end of the interview." And DJ stutters, "Uh, no. Uh, what's your favorite color?" Jesse tells her, "Black." And DJ nods, thanks him, and runs away. <laughs> okay. She got what she needed, and the interview was. That over. was it. Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I would almost, I would almost uh,
2: say that his favorite color is turquoise. But whatever. I black, was thinking the turquoise. same thing, like black or turquoise. But yeah, black is kind of devoid of color, so I would go with turquoise That's true. as well. I but.
1: mean, yeah, if you're going by the technical definition, yeah. black
2: is the absence of. Yeah. So. Okay. That's all right. He chose black. He's a tough guy. That's fine. I, yeah, yeah. I, I accept that answer. Uh, so next scene, we are in the bathroom where DJ has a giant heating pack on her forehead, while she simultaneously sniffs an onion. She checks her temperature; it's one hundred six. Hospital. Why does she?
1: Why, well, I, I, that was my question. Oh, what? What the hell did the onion have to do with this? Why she, was there an onion? She was involved?
2: making her eyes water, like all red and watery, from sniffing the onion. Do you? Do you not cry when you cut onions? I do. I do, but I guess if I were trying to
1: pretend to be sick, I wouldn't want to smell like onions. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well,
2: but she's trying to make her eyes red because I guess Jesse made I, them. Yeah, up. I don't this know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, she also kind of throws all the evidence away in the back. Like she doesn't hide this evidence right. very well, well either. Well, I mean, but she's dealing like, with Jesse and Joey. She's yeah. like, they're kind of amateurs in this. This is so. true. This, she's very yeah. confident about this plan. Yeah, uh, did you ever fake sick to get out of anything? Did you ever try this? No, I was a good kid. I don't ever. I mean, I would get stomach aches because I was genuinely anxious right, as a you child, had anxiety. But I right. would never fake it. Like I, I could never lie to my parents. I was just a goody two shoes, and I just right. felt like they could see it all over my face if I would try to get away with a lie. So. Yeah. I don't recall ever faking a sick. I don't think I ever tried.
1: I don't think I ever like
2: faked sick to get out of school because
1: it wasn't like my parents were leaving the house to go to work. You know what I mean? Like it didn't, didn't get me anything, right? If I was like, oh, I can't go, chances are we had rehearsal that day anyway. You right. know, right? I mean? like, like there was something that was. I was like, I, it's not going to work out for me.
2: It's a different when, when you're under contract to, yeah. on a show and you go to school on the set. You can't really fake. Right. Get, like you yeah, can't really you can't fake, fake, fake getting out of that. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> we missed out on that. Uh, Childhood yeah. milestone. Um, so she's checking her temperature. It's 106, which she's like, no, that's, that's, that's hospital. that yeah, would be the bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, she shakes the, th- uh, the thermometer to cool it down. It's now 104. She's like, no, that's, that's a doctor's visit. She shakes the thermometer again, and it goes down to 101. Out of school. Bingo. DJ throws the evidence away and walks into her room groaning. Mm. Stephanie looks at her worriedly and... Asks what's wrong. DJ responds in the same sad, whiny tone that Jesse taught her I'm sick with five eyes. Yes. Uh, DJ plops onto her bed and uh, Stephanie pulls the covers over her, petting her bangs. <laughs> this is so sweet how you're like literally petting her <laughs> like a, like oh. an emotional support yeah, animal. The little baby. <laughs> yeah. So sweet. Um, so Stephanie's petting her bangs and she says, Poor baby. I'll get Joey. You just need some peace and quiet. Then she immediately yells, Joey, get in here. Get in here.
1: <laughs> I had to laugh because I do that still now. And my husband will attest to this, that I'll be like sitting down on the couch with him. And I'll we'll be like, so what do I want to do for dinner? I don't know. We should, well, why don't we ask the kids? Okay. Hey, go! And then I'll just like, yeah. he's like, oh, I thought <laughs> like you'd go get them or yeah. something. Yeah. So I I was like, oh, it's the same as true today. It's faster just it's to yell. You you know, know. Why get yeah. up? When it is. Just why yell. get up? Yeah, no, I'm loud. I project.
2: Yeah, you project. want to hear well. me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved your delivery of that line. Like Your comedic timing was just so damn funny, even at a <laughs> young age. So Joey runs in, uh, panicked. He's asking, what's wrong? Steph mimics DJ, telling him she's sick. Steph says that she'll get some juice for DJ and adds, I wish I could get you Stacey Q's autograph. Yeah, with that
1: poster that hasn't been at all awkwardly just slapped onto the wall, right. proving that it's her favorite. Um, I know it singer. was
2: it was the Bangles last week. Right, I was like, at least Janet take Jackson. the Bangles down.
1: You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, don't just cover it over. Like, oh shit, we got to just put this on the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at least at least take the poster down and be like, nope, that's no you. It's always
2: been there. You right. don't know what you are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. you know, like last minute, they just got to like tack it up as fast as possible. It's, it is what it is. It is what yeah. it is. Um so Joey touches DJ's forehead saying she is burning up. He pulls the thermometer out of her ma- mouth and that is it's somehow still reading a temperature of 101. <laughs> right? That is impressive. Yeah. What are, how has she been heating it up? I well,
1: I don't know. It's under her tongue, but it's, it's like, been at least 3 minutes. Well, but it's under, yeah, it's under her tongue, but that's a thermometer that should accurately record the temperature right. of the body that's in there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know.
2: That was a, that's, a, that's a weird oversight. Back in
1: the day before. I mean, now you can't. You get the little forehead scanner. You right. can't.
2: What are you going to do? It's harder to fake the forehead scanner. Mm. Indeed. Thinking. Thinking. So DJ grabs his hands and Joey tells her, your hands feel like icicles because she was holding on to those popsicles in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, she begs Joey to go to school saying there's a big test on canada <laughs> Joey asks, "You want to go to school? You must be really sick." Joey announces that he will be calling the school and once he's out of the room, DJ smirks and turns towards her brand new Stacy Q poster announcing, "I am so rad. <laughs> she's she's ready. She's the plan she's is in motion." Yep. yep. Uh so next we are in the kitchen. Joey is doing the dishes. And he tells Michelle that she's doing a great job as she tell dries dries a mug with Benny the dish rag. Benny's yes. back. We haven't seen him. That's what
1: you want is your kid with a dish rag toy that they've put all over the place and sucked yeah. on, and then they're using it to dry the so. household dishes. <laughs> so. That's what you want. So because they that's like rub hygienic. their noses, they like so, yeah. That's think so about gross. yeah like your kids' blankie. and no no just Benny no Benny the Benny the snot rag Benny the says. snot
2: rag <laughs> yeah. I am very excited to see that Benny is now like a recurring character in the show. We right. saw him he back. Gets, in, yeah, uh, he gets credit. Danny's first date. So yeah, he yes, gets, he gets a credit now, at least by
1: us. Get this poor child a toy. <laughs> get her yeah, a seventeen a, million a doll. dollar house in San Francisco with <laughs> stuff everywhere. But that's how kids are, right? They're that like, is. oh my god, look at! I got you a three hundred dollar Lego set, but I you just want the box. She's
2: yeah, they just want the wrapping just paper. The that's wrap. all, yeah. it, That is so true to life. <laughs> Um, And so Joey jokes. He says, tomorrow I'm going to teach you how to vacuum. Right then, DJ runs down the stairs telling Joey her hands are warm, her head is cold, she can go to school. Joey stops her. He imitates a siren noise and stops her from leaving and asks her to see her license, registration, and forehead. He confirms that she feels fine and asks, how can that possibly be? She tries to convince him that it's a miracle. And he tells her, the miracle would be if I fell for this. I know exactly what's going on. DJ panics that he knows the truth. But he explains, well, it's pretty obvious that she felt guilty about her phony sick bit, so she broke down and decided to go to school. DJ exclaims, yes, that's exactly right. Boy, I can't fool you. Joey agrees and says she's a classy kid yeah. and he's very proud of her. Oh, oh.
1: God, that's the worst. When you're in the middle of pulling some shenanigans yes. and your parent or an authority figure is like, you're such a great kid. And yeah. you're like,
2: I I'm so proud of you. And you're just so, like, wow. right? You're like, I, I'm going to crawl under a rock. Yep. the Guilt
1: is overwhelming. Uh, yeah.
2: So DJ obviously is very uncomfortable by this statement. And she tells Joey she's got to leave to take that test. Joey sarcastically. Canada. <laughs> Canada. Joey tells her no speeding, and DJ leaves. Joey walks over to Michelle, saying that her daddy is going to be very happy with the way he has handled things. He hands her a bowl to towel dry, and instead she licks it, which might be may. It's might be more sanitary than than the snot rag
1: drying. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do
2: you want tongue or do you want snot on your clean dishes? Pick one,
1: or in that case,
2: both. Uh, so this next scene is great. I love this scene so much. We are uh, at the record store at the Stacy the Q signing. Store
1: is the most eighties
2: so record store. It's got the turnstile.
1: It's got the turnstile. <laughs> it's, turn it's got it's got the turquoise and pink. It's got neon. Yeah. Basically, I feel like the walls are are wearing acid wash jeans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. There's a girl with her bangs spray-painted pink. There's a um, lot of Aquanet in this this scene. A lot of Aquanet, (laughs) a lot of denim, a lot of big hair. It was so great. It's
2: fantastic. I I love this scene so much. Yes. Uh, So Kimmy and DJ are next in line to meet Stacy Q. And DJ reminds Kimmy that they got to be cool.
1: That jacket is cool. Her Oh, Stacy
2: Q's jacket? Oh, Oh, my God. I was so enamored with her. I was just like, she's the prettiest the woman hair, I've ever seen. She the hair, the jacket. Hair, perfect makeup. So
1: yeah. 80s. So 80s. So magnificently 80s. Yeah.
2: She was definitely the coolest person I had met in my entire life um, up f- until that real. point. <laughs> yeah, For real. So Stacy says hi to the girls and they immediately scream, she's so rad. <laughs> DJ addresses her as Ms. Q. And Stacy asks who she should make the autographs out to. Kimmy immediately responds, I'm Kimmy, two M's, a Y, an I, and a K, but not in that order. <laughs> DJ is next, telling her, you can make mine out to DJ, the girl who's like a sister to me, who I'll take to the Grammy Awards. <laughs> Stacy just rolls her eyes, and DJ says, or you can just make it out to DJ. Stacy hands them the autographed pictures, telling them, see you soon. DJ looks at Kimmy at a and Minnie says- mall. Just autographs at a mini mall.
1: I
3: know Such that was the thing. Moment.
2: That was the thing to go. It was yeah in like the the Sam Goody or whatever the whatever the oh, record store yes. was back in the mini mall. Goody, Goody oh, got it. Yeah, Goody got it. Um, so DJ looks at Kimmy and the ki- the girls are ecstatic. She wants to be our friend. Of course, they take this moment and exaggerate yeah. it to the now they're BFFs with Stacy Q. Right. <laughs> Uh, DJ and Kimmy both admire their autograph photos in front of the line, holding everyone else up, and they're completely oblivious to that. Yes. Very very much a tween. A tween right, yeah, thing. exactly. Right. <laughs> it's all about me. There's nobody else that exists in the world. Right. The girls start to walk away, but suddenly they see Joey and Michelle. <gasps> the girls run Uh-oh. and hide behind a Stacy Q cardboard cutout. Jesse is holding Michelle as he waits in line, but Michelle wants to be let down. Joey has attached a leash to Michelle's pocket to keep track of her. These were very yeah, le- These were the, very uh, popular the this back was then. the
1: I feel like the this was kind of the
2: advent of of the, the child leash, leash of the child leash, which I think is very controversial like now, but I I think it's a great idea. What would you rather your kid get lost? No.
1: Yeah, and and we all if, if you've ever been a parent or been around a toddler, you know that at some point it's they're just like I'm not I'm going to be a limp
2: rag doll if you try and carry me. Yeah. Or they'll just bolt. So, as soon as you put them down, you're right, trying to hold right. their hand, but no, they, they bolt across yeah. the room. So I think I am, I'm in favor of baby leashes when the time is right. I tried with mine.
1: They, neither one of, they both look at me like, I'm, this is not going to work for me. It just didn't. Yeah. We didn't, didn't like it. Success. They didn't, they no, didn't want no, to be I was okay re-
2: with restrained. That. Okay. But Michelle was a leash kid. She was a leash she was kid. A, she was a leash kid. Which you know what? When Joey and Jesse are in charge of her, I mean, Danny she should be smart. tied to something. You she know what I mean? She needs to be tied to something at all times. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so Michelle sees DJ and her mouth gets really wide as she points that in her direction. Was
1: hysterical, <laughs> by the way. Like, I don't know wh- who was playing peekaboo or what yeah. was happening to make her react like that, but it was brilliant.
2: It was perfect because she was genuinely yep. surprised she was at like, "Oh, she was looking
1: at. <laughs> <That is> so, <laughs> yeah. Cute. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so cute. Yeah. So cute. So DJ tries to shoo her away, but Michelle starts running up to her. DJ throws Michelle's Benny ragdoll towards Joey, but Michelle fetches it and brings it back to DJ. DJ's like, I can't believe it. I taught her this game. (laughs) Joey starts to tug on Michelle's leash, trying to bring her back. Joey asks the cool girl next to him in line if she can save him a place. He explains. What? She's the one with the pink hair. Oh, yeah. spray painted hair. Yeah. She looks cool. I don't blame Joey for he's kind of like trying to hit on her here. Um, he says, "Oh, I I have to get my little baby, and it's not even my baby." But this woman could not care less. She's just like, "Dude, get out of she, my get out of my line." Right. She's uh, like, no, I,
1: "I'm just here for Stacey Q's autograph." Right. I don't
2: know why you've got
1: a kid on a leash with a dish rag.
2: I don't even know. <laughs> like that's that's do you blame her?
1: Right? Yeah, she's probably like, uh, "Bro, take your dish rag leash, kid." And yeah,
2: like he's like the creeper know? dude. It's like, why are you right. even here? So Joey walks over to Michelle and he finds her and he finds DJ. <laughs> da Yeah. He asks, what are you doing here? And DJ tells him getting busted. Uh, she asks, well, what are you doing here? And Joey admits, well, I was so impressed with your honesty that I decided to come down here and get you an Uh-oh. autograph. Oh. Twist that nice. Yeah. You were such a good kid, and
1: now you were so good. I was going to do something nice, but now Mm -hmm. you're just a disappointment.
2: Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's bad. It's bad. It's worse. So Joey takes that autograph from DJ and clips the baby leash to her jacket pocket and walks her out of the store.
1: Oh, my God. Mortifying.
2: Yes. DJ says that. She's like, this is so humiliating. Everyone's yep. watching, including Stacy Q, who's watching this right. whole embarrassing debacle. She's
1: not going to take you to the Grammys now because no. you're wearing a
2: leash. are not BFFs anymore. No. Um, yeah. And her song, Don't Make a Fool of Yourself, is playing in the background, ironically. Oh, I didn't. That's great. What a good little tie in there.
1: Yep. I need to get away. Pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, A.B.? Will you, uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? Well, may I suggest? The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from
2: experience. (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure, stress-free and ready to relax. What do you say, Andrea? How about we like, you
1: know- Time travel isn't real, but what if we like take it back to the uh the late 80s and go on a phone-free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go let's go to Joshua Tree where <gasps> there's not even cell there's cell, cell n- phone service. Perfect. We let's go on a let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out we'll make we'll make it like it's 1988. No yes. phones, no nothing. I'm going to braid my hair into a rat tail and <laughs> bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's going to be great. I'm going to
2: put my hair up in a scrunchie with my, with perm, my permed hair Ugh. and uh, head on out in, in the Hyundai. So if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing cappella with your rippers bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and maybe have a helmet. <laughs> Visit HyundaiUSA.com Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
4: Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.
3: Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> <sighs> Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. So next, we cut to
2: the kitchen where Joey is telling Michelle that it's a shame that kids have to grow up. He wonders why they can't stay like her, just so sweet and so innocent. Michelle's face is covered in food, and, Jody, and Joey adds, and so ladylike. <laughs> but Mich- the way she, like, sits there. Like, yes! A
1: little. <laughs> she's like, rests her chin in
2: her hand, yeah. and she just— It's just like she's having a casual conversation with Joey Gladstone. Yes. So cute. Jesse comes bolting through the back door, asking Joey, what is the emergency? Joey tells him what DJ did, and Jesse asks— I left for work. I left work early for that, Joseph. Do you realize I was this close to finally figuring out where that line of ants actually begins? <laughs> and John's the one got one line this, of like, ants, the original line of ants. <laughs> yeah, John's got this um, this backwards red cap on with a little the tuft of hair coming
1: out. And well. You know, he like put the hat on, and then he like they pulled it through, and then hairsprayed it so that it stayed like oh, so. That. It stayed, it stayed up. You like that, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a whole look. It was a yeah. It was a thing. Uh, sort of reminded me of a rooster or a, oh, a cockatoo or some sort of bird.
2: It is very cockatoo esque. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not very attractive. Well, I kind of liked, I like this backwards hat look because it, it de-emphasizes the mullet. So I actually was like, oh, wow. He's in a ponytail. If you look, his hair is in a ponytail. It's in a ponytail. Oh. Oh yeah. There was no
1: controlling that mullet. That mullet had to be secured. Yeah. It was, yeah. There was no just throwing a baseball hat on it. It had to be roped down.
2: I like it. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of this look of Jesse's. So I'm here for it. Uh, Joey emphasizes that DJ did more than cut school. She completely faked him out, too. Jesse sarcastically asks, you? No. Joey explains exactly how DJ tricked him, and Jesse realizes, uh-oh, he's the one who gave her that plan. He tells Joey about the interview she was doing on the person she admires the most but Joey starts laughing this time, forcing Jesse to realize that there was no essay. He agrees with Joey, calling DJ a conniving little sneak. So the guys brainstorm about how they're going to handle this situation while Danny is gone. Right, Jessie recalls they blew it
1: again. They blew <laughs> Danny leaves, and, and it's just
2: all bad. Every time. Every time. Jesse recalls when he would get in trouble as a kid, his dad showed him no mercy. To this day, when he goes to his parents, he goes straight to his room. No TV, no dinner. Joey says, "Well, when he was bad, his dad would sit him down, talk about right or wrong, good and bad, for hours and hours until finally Joey just beat the hell out of himself." Which was it? That- Which I was shocked that he said hell. By the way, <laughs> that we that that
1: one was in a few times, and we that, we let that one again. I don't have a problem with it, but right. I, I it was interesting that it was there in the earlier parts, but I find that in the later seasons, I think people would have freaked out more.
2: Yeah. Well, and I know he was saying this as a joke, but he's kind of making this casual reference to child abuse too, which I thought was not something that would fly today. I don't know. Like he's, is he saying that instead of his dad no, beating like beat him, him, Joey would beat himself? No, beat
1: him. No, you like beat yourself up, not physically. Oh. If I'm saying I'm beating myself up, I'm not actually sitting in a chair punching myself in the face. Oh, I took that it's more totally figuratively. Dark
2: direction. I was wow. Just like, I yeah, a very special episode. <laughs> that comes later. That's in yeah, no, many no, seasons. No, from he's now. like
1: you just sit him down, talk to him, and then he just be- he would just feel bad about
2: himself. Oh, okay. I, I- think. That's a much better interpretation. Let's go with that. That's a, okay. Yeah, let's. Yeah, yeah rated yeah. uh, explanation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jesse tells him that the worst part was when his dad gave him the dad face, and they both try to reenact it. Jesse shakes his head, saying, "Joey's reenactment is just the I ate bad chili face," which, uh, knowing Dave, yeah, <laughs> no not, he, yeah, yeah what right? around like, Dave? When he,
1: no, I've seen that face on Dave, and that's that's not that
2: face. <laughs> Never good. <laughs> Uh, So we cut to DJ and Steph's room where Jesse and Joey walk in with their arms crossed, utilizing their dad faces. Mm -hmm. DJ tells them that they don't need to do that. She feels bad enough. She apologizes and tells them she'll never do anything like this again. Uh, Jesse loudly proclaims, regardless, Joseph and I must deal with your misconduct, young lady. He pauses and questions, misconduct, young lady? Oh, I really am turning into my father. Oh, it happens so soon. It happens to the best of us. Uh, He turns to Joey and says, if I start wearing a white belt and shoes to match, throw me down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Now that's dark. But on brand for Jesse and Joey. Yes, very much so. Uh, So Joey tells DJ that they have to punish her. So they're taking away TV for two weeks. Jesse doesn't think that's punishment enough. And he adds no TV no music for two weeks. Wow! No TV and no music. Yeah, this is harsh. Lot. Joey fires back. Well, I see your new no TV and no music for two weeks, and I raise you no friends over for a month. Particularly Kimmy. <laughs> I feel
1: like I would. Ha- I, I would. I would have had a, a very strict Kimmy ban <laughs> in effect.
2: That w- that would be an appropriate punishment since right. she kind of started this whole she, thing. Yeah. <laughs> So DJ agrees that she needs to be punished because she let her dad down. She tells the guys, "I hate myself." Ooh. So Jesse pulls Joey away, whispering that, "Well, DJ is sorry. She's been punished, and she's been punished enough. And when Danny comes back from LA, maybe they should tell him about this." Joey doesn't. Yeah, I agree. You've got to. I mean, your kid ditched school. You gotta. It's how do you keep yeah. that from from dad? Honestly. But Joey doesn't agree. So Jesse pleads, look, I don't want him to think that we can't take care of the girls. Oh, Joey. Joey's like, yeah, you're you're right. Danny may never want to leave the house again if he hears about this. So they walk back over to DJ announcing that they won't tell her dad what happened. DJ runs up to them, hugs them, and says, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, over and over.
1: It's the best feeling when you do something stupid and your teacher's like, okay, look, I'm not going to call your parent. You're like, oh, my God, thank you, thank you, thank you
2: huge relief huge relief so we cut to the living room joey is reading a children's book to jesse and michelle as danny bursts in yelling cowabunga dudes while sporting a hawaiian shirt a visor and sunglasses (laughs) bob looks so funny in this he looks so ridiculous he looks so ridiculous also
1: he was gone like he left the night before for a surfing competition and was home by the afternoon the world's shortest surfing competition. When did he have time to shop for a Hawaiian shirt and a visor? When do he have the time to get to a surfing competition? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> caught one wave and he was like, and we're done. I'm going
2: home now. <laughs> Thanks for the free trip. Yeah. Uh, so DJ runs up to Danny and he tells them, oh, I missed my little dudettes. He kisses Michelle on the head and exclaims, oh, let me do that again and kisses her for a second time. That is such a, that's such a dad joke. <laughs> it really is. Uh, so Danny asks, how did everything go at the house when he was gone? And they all say it was great. It was great. At that moment, Stephanie walks through the door saying, hi, dad. Stephanie looks at DJ and comments on how much better she looks. Danny questions this and DJ explains, oh, I got my hair done. Stephanie responds, well, you got gypped. Which we- is a term that we no longer use
1: uh, these days. Yes. Just... Just yes. clarifying that, everyone. We know. We, was, we
2: know. We are aware. We know, we know what it means. Yes. We're aware. It's we, the 80s. We don't use that. I didn't write anymore. the joke. Calm yes. down. <laughs> yeah. But then Stephanie asks, I-, I thought you were sick. And DJ confirms, Oh, I'm sick of this hairstyle. Jesse finally pulls Steph aside and asks to play a little game called Let's Not Talk About DJ. Steph turns around and yells over to the family Hey, anybody want to play a game called Let's Not Talk About DJ? <laughs> Stephanie, get the hint.
1: Like, <laughs> well, he didn't take her out of the room. He took her like three feet to the side. She's like, this obviously can't be that much of a secret if you're not even telling me in private.
2: Okay, you okay, know, she's like,
1: all right, cool. Anybody else
2: want to play? You're just yeah. such the little sister that is just botching right. this whole it's plan. Like, hey, don't
1: do this, and you're like, you mean don't do, don't say this, <laughs> yes. this thing that I'm saying right now.
2: Such a classic little sister here. Steph's just blowing it. She's blowing it. So Jesse shoes Steph away, telling her the punishment of losing the game is having to polish the silver in the kitchen. So he gets rid of her. Danny asks if DJ was sick this morning, and Joey tells him, well, she was a little under the weather, but they got her right back on her feet and shipped her off to school. Mm-hmm. Cue Stephanie walking in, innocently telling DJ, Hey, since you missed school today, your teacher asked me to give you your homework. You're welcome. I, being helpful.
1: <laughs> Thank you. So you're not behind on your work. Or you're just being a snitch. I mean, I know you I don't, don't realize you're it. being a snitch, no. but you're a big old Steph snitch. Steph is purely, she's like, look, I'm being, help- I am a, I was petting your head. <laughs> she I was. was you, I was being so kind. I got your work. You look so much better. Steph's just confused as to why everyone's telling her that this t- she's being gaslit, truly. She's and totally she's like, being "I don't gaslit. understand why the- none of you are talking about this." Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so everybody winces when they hear what Stephanie says and Joey looks at Danny commenting, "Now, that is a good dad face." Danny yep. questions DJ using her government name, Donna Joe. Ooh. Ooh, so you know it's serious. And DJ admits everything to her dad. Stephanie is offended because she's saying, well, DJ made made me a liar too. Yeah. Stephanie had to lie to Joey. She lied to her teachers. She lied to yeah. everybody. Yeah. Stephanie announces, I thought I knew you, but I don't. I share my rinse cup with a stranger. <laughs> like that's the
1: ultimate insult. The things that you think you know. And here I am sharing my rinse cup with a stranger, just rinsing with the enemy. Not only
2: are you a liar, but you had to share your rinse cup. Right, right. <laughs> right. Also, like, who's sharing a rinse cup?
1: Get your own rinse cup. Yeah, why you can't or, have like, two, two rinse cups, cups in the bathroom? Why just stick your head under the
2: sink. Yeah, yeah. Need a cup. <laughs> you you you're sharing so? it? That's it's disgusting. That's gross. Daddy tanner, tanner, tanner needs to get on that and not let his children share rinse cups. Right. I mean, at least they're brushing their teeth, though. That's True. Something to be said for that. Very true. So Stephanie angrily uh, gives DJ the get well card that she made for her and storms away. Yeah, like you, you're taking this very I've devoted time and energy and effort to this. Mm-hmm. So Danny sends DJ up to her room as Jesse and Joey try sneaking out, but Danny catches them and has a talk with them. He emphasizes, "I want to know everything that goes on in my daughter's lives. I don't expect you to be perfect, but I expect you to be honest." Mm. boom there it is that perfectly sums up this entire problem it's the dishonesty
1: yep Yep. that's what i always say i'm like i just be honest with me kids just be just give me the truth we can deal with the truth
2: honesty goes a very long way i love this i don't expect you to be perfect but i expect you to be honest i want to embroider that and frame it right i love put it in my kids rooms too yeah they need for real yeah yeah So Danny realizes he's wagging his finger at them and he stops himself saying he doesn't want to lecture them. He'd be lost here without them. And then the two explain why they lied to Danny, but they realize now that it's best to work things out together as a family. Another good lesson. Talk it out as a family. Yep. (laughs) So back in uh, DJ and Stephanie's room, Stephanie is laying down on her bed, making a get sick card for DJ. (laughs) Which I love. Yes. That's that, that was so great. Burn. I love she's like, I'm making a get sick car.
1: Like she's just so yeah.
2: Steph is so bitter and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and <Yeah>. petty.
1: <laughs> just, oh. oh. So petty. Like, what Steph's got all the time in the world to be petty. Yes. She's just she's like, I can do a little of that. Yeah.
2: That's definitely a little bit of Jody Sweet and shining through there <laughs> on the page. <laughs> uh Danny walks in and Stephanie announces, uh oh, lecture time. See ya. Danny tells Steph she should stay. But Steph doesn't understand. She didn't do anything wrong. Danny tells her, uh, but you will. So take accurate notes. Danny brings DJ over and asks why she did what she did today. She admits she wanted that autograph more than anything. Danny asks if she knows what the worst part is. And DJ thinks it's because she, scut- she cut school. And Stephanie guesses, that you tricked Stephanie! <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: that is that's, that's the that worst That's truly really the worst part. It's it is all about Stephanie.
2: Part. But Danny tells DJ it's because she was selfish. All she oh. cared about was getting DJ what DJ wanted, even if it meant lying and hurting others. Ugh. And this this hits DJ hard. She admits, well, I don't want to be selfish and I don't want to hurt other people's feelings. Danny knows that next time she'll think things through more carefully because she's a lot better than what he saw today. Danny brings her in for a hug and Stephanie asks, "Daddy, am I your favorite now?" Danny nods. Back to the important stuff. Right. Steph is all about herself right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> she's like, "You, you blew it. Am I
1: do I get, finally get to be the one?" Steph is swimming. I mean, I in. watch that happen with my kids all the time. They're like, "Ooh, she's in trouble, so you like me better now?"
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh and Danny nods and he tells Stephanie, "Yes." <laughs> DJ gets offended, and Danny laughs, saying, no matter what happens, he will love the three of them exactly the same. The three of them hug, and then Danny adds, oh, I wish Michelle was here. I like her the best. (laughs) (laughs) And that is our show. It's a cute little ending, a happy ending, a good lesson. It's a very cute show. Stacey Q was in it, uh, just a tiny little bit just that one scene just that one scene mm-hmm, which i feel like we didn't even film that in front of an audience because with all the extras in the background the baby having to do blocking right 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 that was definitely right. a pre-tape day um because otherwise it would have taken forever to shoot that Very in front true. of an audience so and yes, she never came back like you would think that was yeah yeah usually they'll like
1: come back and the and there's sort of the you know the, the why is this person now at their house mm-hmm. but you know, it's like, oh, Danny found her at the airport and brought her back to, you know, meet DJ, something like that. But yeah,
2: they, we needed a little closure with the with the Stacey Q, but no, with Stacey Q, didn't go that I've been way.
1: needing closure with Stacey Q for the last thirty six
2: years. <laughs> yes, we finally we finally got it. <laughs> finally, need. speaking uh, of closure, though, this that was it. That was our that, that was, was season it. one. How have we finished closure, season one?
1: Closure on season one. That was it. That was it. I
2: can't believe it. That was it. What are your What are your overall thoughts on uh, season one? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Season one was incredibly enjoyable.
1: I loved it. I really see where people started falling in love with the Tanners, mm-hmm. um, and where we started really finding our groove as a cast. Mm-hmm. And watching like the first twenty two episodes of our little family, um, it's fun. Kind of watching us all start to figure out our place in each other's lives.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I thought this so, was such a solid first season. Like you get a real yeah. se- like from the pilot too. Like you guys like from right from the jump, it was yeah. you could tell exactly who these characters are, what their personality traits are, how they fit into the overall family tree. Yeah. And um and the family has chemistry like from the very first episode, all of you have so much chemistry. I didn't realize Truly. it was there from the very very beginning um and naturally it builds over eight seasons but it was there yeah in the very beginning no
1: i'm I'm, this has been so much fun to go back and start watching it from the beginning Mm -hmm. um and i hope all of our how rude fanaritos have been enjoying this as well Mm -hmm. i hope you guys are i would love to hear uh anybody's thoughts on season one what are we hoping for for season
2: two i mean oh well i'm hoping to get I hope Becky shows up soon because I'm tired of I hearing think, yeah. about Jesse's love life and his flavor of the week. So yeah, no more sea C- cruise episodes, no more of these like bachelor pad episodes. Like the family is really the, the heart of the show. And yeah. so I'm hoping season yeah. two, they tame down some of the house of comics, bachelor yes. style Yeah, I think, I think
1: season two, we start, uh, we start really figuring out the family dynamic even more. Good. Mm. I can't wait! I'm so excited to get back into this and have more in 2024. We've got season two of our mm-hmm. rewatch coming up, uh, and if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, make sure you follow us at How Rude You can also uh, find us and email us at howrudepodcast at gmail uh, Oh wait, wait! How Rude That's not our. That's not our Instagram. It's how at how how rude how. <laughs> See, I've, it's been I while. finally get the outro down and now I screw up our Instagram <laughs> handle. It's How it It's Howru- something. Is it How Rude? It's Pod- How Podcast. Okay, How Podcast. There we go. Yes. And then you can email us at HowRoodpodcast at Gmail as well. That's it. You can That's follow it. us on Instagram at Jody Sweeten and at Andrea Barber. Please send us your comments. Uh, we love to hear your questions. We use those for our fan episodes, for our, all of our fun recaps. Uh, and we can't wait to see you for more season two of how rude Santa Ritos. Woo-hoo. So remember, the house is. Nope. The world is small, but the house is full.
2: Woohoo! It's a Christmas Yay! miracle. <laughs> 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 well done, sweetie.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.